As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's talk about crisps, baby. Let's talk about wheat crunchies. Let's talk about all the discos and the skips your fries can be. Sam Pamphalon. Hello, Tom Cole. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, you've got you to lean in on these new microphones. These new microphones. Hey, look, I think guess things must be doing really well yeah. with Acast. I guess all that kind of advert money must be coming in. No, no, right. I think this is Adam's Christmas presents. Okay. They're very nice ads. Thanks. Are you proud of them? Yeah, my mum bought me one. Yeah. My mother-in-law bought me the other one. And yeah. My, and another family member got me the other one. Can't remember who it was. <laughs> oh, ads! <laughs> Come so on, man. Is there something really sad about that? Yeah, there is. Like it's almost like if we were in a we had a little part-time football team after school mm-hmm. and called the Adam, Hurricanes. Called the Hurricanes. Yeah. All right. And then Adam's Christmas present was a, a football kit for him mm-hmm. and also one for me and you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, boys, here we are again yeah. on our desert island, and we're joined by. Yet another castaway. Yeah. Shall I crack on and introduce said castaway? Well, judging by the normal length of your oh, introduction, you was banging on about my you intros, haven't aren't updated you? your iPhone <laughs> in so long. Yes, I have. That's that's about two weeks old, you motherfucker. Your wallpaper is the same wallpaper that people had on their iPhones like fifteen years ago. Well, well I'm just like I'm, I'm not. Like, got an iPhone on the Carried end. away with this putting wallpaper on. Oh, or right, anything. Okay. It's all quality podcast stuff. By <laughs> <the> way, <laughs> visual you. jokes. Thank you. Listeners love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, here is our new castaway. This week's castaway is a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a multilinguist. I know that you like me saying multi. I like when you say multi, yeah. Yeah, multilinguist. Multilinguist doesn't sound as good. No, it doesn't. A multilinguist. Yeah. A a chair inhabitor and (laughs) a liquid consumer. He studied at Lecoq in Paris, studied clown. I've always wanted to do that. Was it amazing? It was amazing. Yeah? It was so good. How long were you there? I was there for like uh, two, three months. Yeah. And it was uh, mainly 
like concentrate on masks because right, okay. uh, I'm so used to using my face as a tool for comedy. Right. That I was like, actually, I want to I want to put a mask in front of that nice. and see how I can use my body and stuff. It was really. It was fascinating. That is Would it just been the worst moment ever if you put a mask in front of your face and everyone's just like, no, it just does, it doesn't no. work yeah, anymore? You're just, yeah, <laughs> just, you know, your, your money's where your face is. Um, <laughs> which is true. I mean, my face is you know, a grotesque display, which is very useful for comedy, yeah, films, and stuff like that. Thank you very much. Um, it's the money, mate. But it was certainly interesting to just have that gone yeah. and just use your body and start wow. from the f- beginning it's like they, they beat you so that you didn't know anything about your body and they sort of reshaped you dang it was amazing that's cool yeah. allow me to continue our castaways stand-up exploits have taken him across the globe God, his um, intros are long aren't they I, I, oh he's not even started now. i'm about <laughs> i'd say a sixteenth of the way through. <laughs> they normally take about twenty minutes. I do like so. it when people talk about me, though. So yeah. continue. Oh right, yeah. There is a point. It, it, you kind of see the guests go through this little <laughs> thing where they're like, "Okay, oh, it's quite nice to hear that stuff. This is a bit long. <laughs> I feel really self-conscious." And by the end, they're just kind of completely emboldened. This is feeding my ego. I'm loving it. Okay, allow me to feed. Um, and uh, allow me to warn you. I have lifted most of it directly from your website, so it might sound a little bit... Oh, so it's, 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 so it's my words as well. It's, some it's, it's, it's even better. Words. I'm yeah, loving yeah. this. So, um, your publicist. <laughs> <laughs> Our castaways performed at Montreal's Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, the Johannesburg Comedy Festival, several solo shows at the Edinburgh Fringe. He's also supported Eddie Izzard in English and in French. Holy moly. We... Mon ami. <laughs> That's about the limits of my French, I'm afraid. Boy. Um, That's all I know. Yeah. He's performed a theatre run of his solo show in London and Paris, and he won the Comédie Ha Best International Comedian Award in Quebec. And yes, that was lifted word for word directly from his website. The, uh, the whole that? thing is... That was uh, 2016, oh God, I think, the, the oh festival. God, but I only started doing stand-up in French about three years ago. So it's a relatively new endeavour. Yeah. And um, because I did, because I sort of have the British sense of humour, but I translate in French, yeah. that like French audiences, for example, don't have a comic like me. Because they're oh. like, this is, I mean, this is fucking weird. You're British sense of humour, but just in French. They don't have that. Because pretty... I suppose someone like Eddie Izzard isn't, it's not necessarily, it's surrealist, but it's not necessarily. Like one thing that he told me once was he writes jokes knowing that he wants to translate them in, in multiple languages. Wow. Which is Jeez. therefore an interesting challenge, but mm. it just means that it's this sort of weird blanket, like it's trying to appeal sort of everybody. He's trying to Mr. Bean it. That's what he's trying yeah. to do. He's which trying is, to get that worldwide audience. Which is an amazing, I mean, it's an yeah. amazing endeavour to take on, mm-hmm. but I uh, I sort of prefer trying to be funny in my one, one language. language at a time. And then obviously, you know, try and do it in French, mm. which what is... a challenge, uh, it's you know, definitely challenging. You know, with Mr. Bean, he, they keep releasing these films over here, like Mr. Bean. Uh, no, the Johnny English. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit. But like, who's fucking watching this? Americans, thing? they love it, I think. Yeah, the rest of the world yeah. absolutely love Mr. that. Mr. Bean's not the biggest. Thing. Love it. Mr. Bean's like, like the biggest thing in the world. He's yes. made so much money off Mr. Bean. Johnny English. Jackie just must. You must get sick of it when you just to put those clothes on. Go, did you Did you hear that rumor about the fact that uh, Rowan Atkinson said that he didn't want Mr. Bean to be played in Italy because it's one of his favorite countries, 
and therefore he could go on holiday there and not be left like and be left alone. Obviously, it's not true, but yeah. I really like the idea that he's so famous. There was one country that was like, just not give me silly. this country, just <laughs> yeah. give me one where I'm not going to be. I'm going to be left alone. If you get to any point in career, a point in your career where you can demand a country as like as that, if that's something you're demanding, like I demand Italy be left. <laughs> <laughs> not Italy. How, how old do you reckon he is, Rowan Atkinson? We'd have him, what? 63? It's in mid-60s. He stole my mate's girlfriend. Oh, it's what, are you one of those? Oh, is she going to be your mate? Yeah, Ross. Yeah. Do you know Ross? No. Anyway, we'll... we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. Oh, wait, did I... I think I did the circus show with her. Yeah, um, she's lovely. Yeah, because because oh, cool. uh, yeah, he yeah. was in the audience, and I, I was I was eating some flames, some <laughs> fire, yeah, some yeah, yeah. yeah, I was I was learning how to Good I had to fun. learn how to flame eat and well, stuff. Well, I'm going to put that in the intro, right? <laughs> yeah. Just add it in. Yeah, so um, not only is our castaway <laughs> an actor, a oh, director, like a comedian, a multi. <laughs> What's your favourite flavour? Flaming hot. <laughs> cool, cool, Sam. Yeah, cool. I haven't finished yet. I'm afraid. No, I know. And I'm going to crack. I do know my website though. Hey, you could bit, just direct this them. This bit's me. This oh. bit's me. I promise. Oh, shit, I'm so excited. You put, you put some colour into it now. You won't. <laughs> if I were to leave it there, Sam, it would be so much better. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> if I were to leave it there, Sam, yeah, I'm sure you would agree that that alone is a sizable list of achievements. He's got me beat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'd imagine you'd say something like, "Do you know what? That's a sizable list of achievements." Yeah. That's but, exactly what I would say. But I'm not going to leave it there, Sam. You can't. Because this is merely the tip of the metaphorical iceberg. Don't need to say metaphorical. It is a metaphor. <laughs> Why? Just say it's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, but it's That's a metaphorical what a metaphor iceberg, right? Well, the thing about a metaphor is that you don't yeah. have to reference it. It's a metaphor within it. A simile is as and like. Yeah, so a like... simile will say, hey, I'm directly comparing. Whereas a metaphor does, does away with the idea of directly comparing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to kill two metaphorical birds with one... Metaphorical stone. <laughs> with a literal stone. <laughs> I've got a real stone, but I now need to find two sort of metaphorical birds. I mean, I love animals, so it's going to have to be a metaphorical bird. Okay, I stand defeated. Metaphorically. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> Our castaways' movie credits include... Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That must have been cool. Yeah, that was really fun, cool. actually. Luke Besson. Yeah, it was, was that a Luke Besson. That was a Luke Besson film. Because yeah. you've just done another Luke Besson one, right? Yeah, uh, that's coming out this year. Is he a dude? Yeah, he's. What I like about him is that because the time is money on his set. Yeah. And so he'll tell anybody whether it's light costume, whatever. He'll tell them if they do a good job. He'll also very much tell you. If he's disappointed with you, okay. Because like, it's like, come on, let's do this. Go. Hurry Is that up. quite a French thing? Um, well? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, you know, when you when, when he's done Fifth Element and Leon, mm. the professional for Americans. Um, you know, I, I will allow whatever his yeah. style of directing is. Did he direct Leon as well as being in it? Uh, he wasn't in it. You're getting, you're, oh, you think Luke Besson is, you think, oh, shit, I'll see what I've done there. Are you That's, thinking that he's Jean Renault? Uh, yeah, the I have French for a guy. second there, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've been picturing that, man. But, in all fairness, when, when uh, it first came out and it said Luke Besson on the top and it was his face, exactly. my, I did just kind of go, That's Luke Besson. I've gone through my entire <laughs> life thinking Jean Renault was Luke Besson. Imagine if you'd seen Jean Renault in the street. <laughs> Imagine what. Imagine if, he, hey, imagine if he'd been walking down the street with Luke Besson. <laughs> and you, that would have been the double whammy. Just going up to him, going, I love how you direct yourself in those films. Is- I, I, I know an, uh, an actress, right? She went up to Dickie Attenborough and just went uh, at a press night at the Almeida and just went, I just love your nature programs. Are just, they, I've grown up on them and like they're a real inspiration. To oh, me. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, Anyway, this week's Castaway is 
of course, Eric Lampere. Hello, hey. Eric. Thanks Thank for having you. me. You're very, very welcome. Thank you for flying all the way from Los Angeles to be here. I was here already. I'm going to be well, honest. Yeah, I... You want to be on time, don't you? <laughs> 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 keep us waiting. Um, yeah, it's it's nice to be back in the UK. How long have you been in LA? Two years now, and it's uh, it's a challenge, yeah. but it's uh, but it's fun. It, nice. it, it feels like over like like over here or even in France. I was doing quite well in France, and the producer was like, "Just stay here, and like in a few years, I'll make you famous." And I was like, "That's very sweet, but I don't want to be here." Yeah, and because. If you are famous in France, you're kind of only just famous in France. Mm. If you're famous in the UK, you're probably just only famous in the UK. And I was like, I'm going to gamble this. Hell yeah. I'm going to go like full Hollywood. Because then if you make it over there, then technically you can sort of make it all over anyway. the planet. Yeah. And uh, my ego needs that. The planet. Nice. I need the whole planet. I need Or planet, nothing. Please. Yeah. <laughs> but leave Italy. <laughs> <laughs> what took you to France? Or... Well, I was born in France. You I'm, were born so I'm actually there, right. French. Right. Uh, I've got a French passport and everything like that. Nice. Um, I'm gonna, I don't know what's going to happen post-Brexit, gentlemen. Mm, don't hold on to um, that for you. What, my French passport? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to have the British one, though, because, I mean, listen to what I sound like. I, I, I literally grew up in the UK. I always used to say, oh, I'm British. And now I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, what am I? Like, what? what? Oh, there is the- would there actually be any issue with what? Well, of course. That's I'm so European. weird. Like, isn't that... And, and that was weird. And I remember telling a friend, I was like, when it, when it first started a couple of years ago or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's really weird. I kind of feel unwelcome. And they were like, what are you talking about? You're like a white male. You'll be fine. And I was like, I don't, I don't think you understand politics. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so that, that is an interesting... Uh, yeah. I'm now technically more American so now, than British. Now I really regret yeah. voting leave. Yes, <laughs> mummy. Well, at least you can get rid of me. It's quite nice. So, when did you move to England? Kind of at the same time, which was fucking frustrating as well because I saved a nice chunk of money, right? Mm. And I move over there, and half of my pounds were, were gone. Oh yeah. Because I had like, because yeah. it was like a pound. It was two dollars. Then all of a sudden, one pound was like one point two dollars. It was like or... that week I moved. I was furious. I was furious. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Because it was so simple, the system of like a pound is two dollars. Because then when you're at school and you want some Nike Air Max yeah. and they're 70 quid, you go, in America they're 35 quid. Mm-hmm. And 35 quid, I can do, I can save that up. Yeah. <laughs> 70 quid is not happening. Just gotta get my flight, my yeah. hotel. But you know what you get? Well, we went on a family holiday there and that literally the only thing I was excited about was getting a pair of Nike Air Max. <laughs> just running down the street. And I think I shouted, it's like running on air! Like that. It's just oh literally, my god. That was like 10. There's a video of it somewhere. Slapped you around. Oh, awful. Your chops. Yeah, yeah. It's like running on air. That's yeah. the most disgusting thing I just thing looked at them heard. the whole time and just stroked them. Anyway. Disgust me. Oh, that's that's so very sweet. Well. It's very Hermes of you. Crisps. Hmm, I like them. Yeah. I, like, I, I like all the crisps. I don't think I've ever tried a sort of crunchy thing in my mouth and I've gone, I don't like that. I've always liked... I tell you what, we had a Christmas special. Oh, fuck. Very nice. And we had these crisps. What were they? They were Prosecco and Red Berry. Oh, wow. And they like were... Like someone in the uh, business development department is, is having a nervous breakdown. No, they, they were like M&S ones, like... And, they were. I vomited. I nearly vomited. Yeah, I gipped. Sure. <laughs> it's just disgusting. It's just so. It's unnecessary. It's so wrong. Mm. Like who's going? Who's out there looking at all the varieties of crisps? Going. I need more fucking flavors. Like <laughs> yeah. you don't, don't, don't. You don't need to make that you, happen. You don't need more flavors. What you do need is brands that already exist to take on other existing flavors that they don't. So, mm. for example, Quavers. I've gone on about this. Quavers used to have prawn cocktail quavers and salt and vinegar quavers. Right. Bangers. So superior to cheese quavers, mm-hmm. but they just don't make them. Right. And that really upsets. Can you imagine a pickled onion quaver? 
I don't know. I want it. I don't know. I want it. I know. I've always had issues with the pickled onion walkers, you see, because... Oh, they are weird. Yeah, I need some maize in my life when it comes to pickled onion. That is a very, it's a very interesting pickled it's onion flavor. Cool. Pickled onion walkers. If you don't find them very often, they're yeah. hard to get. They're yeah. hard to get. Okay, that was some niche crisp talk. <laughs> anyway, shall we... Um, Eric, I'm going to welcome you to the aisle. Thank you very much. Very big. It's a, it's a simple life here. Yeah? We spend our days lounging in, in small pools... And um, <laughs> no, this is a metaphor. You're yeah. talking about yeah. you're talking about your island, right? Yeah. No, no. This I'm not I'm not killing any metaphorical birds with this statement. I'm just saying I like to chill upon a pool, <laughs> much like a pig would bathe in the mud. Right. Um, that's my own personal way of passing the time here. And you yeah. compare yourself to a pig? Yes, yes, yes. Indeed. A very slender pig. Thank you. Uh, well, we are the long pigs, aren't we? We are the long pigs. Yeah. You get your three bags, and they're your bags for life. It's yeah. all you can live off, so that's I your like final it. selection. Yes. Some people, they don't necessarily choose their three favourite things, right. but they choose kind of longevity crisps. Oh, mm-hmm. so, so, like, interesting. So I stupidly would go for the three really strong flavours, because that's what I like. But right. other people have chosen kind of a strong one, and then something a bit more plain that they might have for breakfast, let's yeah. say. That makes sense. And some people have almost gone for a dessert crisp as well. Prosecco <laughs> <laughs> and red berry syrup. <laughs> so what would you like your first bag to be? Hula Hoops, original flavour. Okay, oh my right. Oh. Jesus Christ. I, I, I love them. Yeah? We've had an issue with these. Pre- one previous castaway has picked these. Who's I, that, who picked it? It's um, Michael Malarkey. Michael Malarkey. I'm going to try and open these uh, like the Rufus Hound way. Yeah. Which he normally does. He's got a bite in there. Here he goes. So he bites it in the middle. Yeah, he bites it all. And then you sort of spread it out. I've absolutely fucked it, guys. He's absolutely murdered. Oh, interesting. It's it's not too bad. It's it's more shareable. You do it with a big bang and then you can kind of turn and twist and pull it And it pulls out a perfect circle, like the top of a Kleenex. You know those Kleenex things you get yeah, in, a, in yeah, a taxi. Yeah, yeah. that's very yeah. Um, just very while you gents are talking, I'm going to don my fingers with some hula hoops. Which is what? Isn't that what the commercial was? You sort of yeah. put like you put like. Well, uh, you both have piano players' hands, and I have <laughs> I have, I have butcher's mitts. And I so they wouldn't really work with me as a child. Could they go on my them? fingers? No, they don't. Mm. Oh my goodness! So why a plain, as opposed to a barbecue beef, a cheese and onion, a salt and vinegar? Is that all the flavors of hula hoops? They, did you say a cheesy one? They do a, a like straight up cheese. No, they don't. Oh, I think they do. Do they? It's in a kind of orange pack. Ads, I think you're wrong. Ads. Fact it. check it. Take this fool down. Well, I believe I went for original because, like you said, you know, some people went for a dessert and mm-hmm. all of that, and I, I felt like I needed in my three. I needed something that was just kind of standard, like yeah, yeah, like just standard taste. But I remember tasting them for the first time when I moved to the UK. I was like, these are good. And I don't, I, I'm like, so that's around the same time that I'm walking down the street going, it's like walking on air. And you're in the going, these are good. And all of a sudden we were the two worst people in the universe. <laughs> I don't know why I like them, but they're great. And they're more potatoey than potato crisps. Yes. Remember, they're so, they are they're so like potato- potatoes. It's the potatoes, they're, but, they're, but they're potato, dried potato mass or whatever it's called. But the, that's what just... I feel about them. It's like that. They're, they're, if I'm hungry, I feel less hungry after a bag of hula hoops. Mm. Well, with a yeah. pack of like other crisps. Yeah, they're more. They're, they're more of a meal. Yeah. They're more of a meal than a maze-based snack, which always feels like a kind of a yeah. dirty treat. You don't really have to chew them. Mm. I mean, that's the sound of a crisp, mm. right? Even though you can always make a good sound of that because you just. Because you've got that gap in between. To and I like yeah. that because we get complaints about why would you make a podcast about things crisps? Because then we just have to listen to people eating crisps. 
have that, you can <laughs> <laughs> Which for some people is really annoying. I'll take yeah. my mouth away from the microphone. I was ready to, once again, be disdainful. But, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm enjoying it. They're nice. I think I said this last time there. I kind of get them. I think as a plain crisp, I think I would have these over... Most things. I'd have them, I'd definitely I, I, have them over just a crit, like a Walker's yeah, yeah. or any kind of crispy crisp. When there's a bad selection somewhere, I don't mind a ready salted hula hoop. No. Oh shit, it may contain milk and gluten. Milk? Are you both okay? Okay, but... I don't know, I feel a bit really. sick all of a sudden. <laughs> I was just thinking of the ingredients. Simple ingredients for a simple crisp. Okay. I think. It's quite That's... nice, you know, you've got, you've got your potato, your sunflower oil, yeah. Rice flour, maize flour, salt, and potassium so chloride. There's some maize in there for you. Is that how they sell them? Did you just coin that phrase, Eric? What's that? A, the simple crisp, simple ingredients for a simple crisp. No, I just, I just came up with that. You should write. Wow, it. you should right? copy because I'm thinking that's a very good <clears throat> way of summing I always up feel like a plain hula hoop. When you know, when you look at some crisps, they've got like all these random chemicals and ingredients. Oh yeah. Hula hoop just keeps it simple, guys. A bit of potato. Simple ingredients for a simple crisp. Yeah. For That's simple good. people. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a nostalgia thing with these as well? So for me, I think because I travelled, I lived in seven countries before the age of twelve, right? Wow. So I kept moving around, and so when you move around. Like the littlest walkers. Did you help? Always... Did you help one person in every country that you were in? Yeah, kind of like like quantum leap. Of, yeah, uh, just go into a kind of no, you are fixed and then go away. Um, oh boy! But every time I moved around, the, the crisps like like the walkers. Yeah, right, kind of have taken over the world. Lays, so they, they're lays in America. Lays it's the same, in, isn't it? Yeah. I think there's lay, they're lays as well in in France and stuff. Yeah. They kind of standard, yeah. and therefore I was never like that enthralled by them. But whenever I would go to a country and they, each country has sort of their own yeah. unique, weird little one, yeah. which is one of the reasons why I chose the three that I chose today. I, I, for me, I, I feel like they're very British. Yeah. Like anywhere else I go in the world, I can't find, not that I necessarily look, but I don't really find hula hoops. In or, any other country, I get angry that you can't get our crisps in that, in that I don't understand why they haven't. Well, that like sounds like America. a very British thing for you to do. Right, yeah. right but, there's 195 <laughs> other countries in the world, and is, why can't fucking anyone speak English? For fuck's sake, pricks. But you're in America, it's like, why is everything a crinkle cut paprika flavour? What are you doing? For fuck's sake, you're that sour guy. cream, everything, sour cream. You're that guy who goes to the English shop and spends like... And, and <laughs> 75 like, quid on Cocoa Pops. Yeah. Or like... <laughs> Like £12.50 on some baked beans. Yeah, yeah. Some back bacon, proper bacon. Marmite. Not crispy, floppy, oh, flappy bacon. £19 well spent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, should we um, conclude our thoughts on the plain hula hoops, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can argue with them. I'm never going to buy a bag of plain hula hoops. No. Unless I'm... I feel like if I really hated myself, and this is not... A... I think if I was having a really flat day and feeling quite depressed, yeah. this would be quite a good snack. Because it's crunchy, so it's like a crisp, but also it's something inherently just nothing about it. Like, <laughs> wow. Just I mean, it is a zero. You look at it and this is yeah, yeah. a sort of zero that's feel. That's you and yeah. that's me. And half a zero. But then the thing is, it's a zero if you look at it, you know, like you would look a ring. But if you just turn it around, it's a it's a thick shape. It's Ooh, a Jaguar tyre. girth to it. It's, it's, um, it's a wheel. I think for me the choice is the sound it makes yeah. and the fact that it feels more like a snack. Like I, I do feel less yeah. hungry afterwards. It, it, Plus the joy of making a little ring. True. They don't go on my fingers. So true. I don't it, it's a standalone snack as well. You don't need 
a sandwich. No, that's true. Loop. That's true. You know what I mean? It, it, it is, it's a good 11s. I find I put too many in, though, and it hurts my palate. Yeah. I get a little bit too crazy, and then the the, cut, the the ones in the middle of my mouth will break, then there's the ones on the outside, which could cause some damage to the soft palate. I don't think I've ever eaten hula hoops, not one at a time. You eat them one at a time? They're a one at a time, Chris. Oh, they're, they're a, yeah, because if, actually, no, if, you, if you put multiple in the mouth, no. you've got a weird mouth, I bundle, mate. I've got a weird mouth. <laughs> that's like, because I think that I feel, I feel like it feels dangerous to put multiple yeah. hula hoops yeah, yeah. in your you've mouth. You've got to respect the hula hoop. You do have to respect. Do you know what I mean? There is a respect. My favourite hula yeah. hoop is the ones you get that are really thin, thin like an actual engagement ring. They hula? Oh, yes. Every now, and, every yeah. now and then. In the same way with a Kit Kat, every now and then you get one that's all chocolate. And yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. Until you realise it's Nestle chocolate. You're like, oh, no, I wanted a Kit Kat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little thin ones you get. Yeah. Uh, in Hula Hoop News. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hula Hoop News. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't realise I just created a new segment there. <laughs> hula Hoops brought out these new Maisie-based Hula Hoops. So oh, they're not fat the, ones, like yeah. big O's or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did the salt and vinegar ones. Yeah, my sister I smashed ate, the whole bag. Oh, I smashed the entire bag yeah. while, whilst feeling very sad. Mm, no, she was having a whale of the time. Oh yeah. my God, the verb smashed a bag. <laughs> I, could just see, I could see your sister just devour a bag. Yeah. Well, w- welcome back to Blighty. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do when you land? <laughs> Smash a bag of big hula o's. <laughs> do you know what? She had it for <clears throat> dinner as well. Wasn't yeah, it just I had, like she just smashed a bag. She was like, "This is my dinner." Yeah, this I evening. had mine for lunch. It was really good. I don't know. It's an empty feeling afterwards, though, when you yeah. when you eat a bag. My car, uh, the battery ran out of my car, and so I ate a tube of Pringles for my lunch oh, <laughs> in the car. Sam. And then I had to piss in the because <laughs> yeah, I did because green because green flag took so long to come, so I pissed in the in the Pringles. Where thing. were you in my car? Yeah, but where was the car? Thornton, Thornton Heath. You can piss in your car in Thornton Heath. Get out the car and go to a, go to the loo. What loo? Oh, well, my car wasn't by my house. No, I'm not saying it was. I'm sure it was near something. No, it's all residential around there. You could have weed against a wall. That's public indecency. I was weeing in a Pringles. Yeah, I almost, I almost got arrested for that. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. So did I actually. And <laughs> suddenly remembering the and, law. And um, <laughs> old Granty just uh, started fighting the police, so he got away with it. Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an absolute nightmare. Definitely not Hugh Grant. Where, where were you when you got arrested for it? I think it was New Year's Eve, so I, it, they sort of allowed it a little bit. Okay. But I was I was drunk and I was peeing in central London. You have to as, be to piss in the street on New Year's Eve. That's got to be the law. Right? And <laughs> as as literally as I started peeing, oh, just, no. this van full of cops. Oh, no. <laughs> and they just stop out and they open the door and they're like, what do you think you're doing? I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm weird and I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, it's this awkward conversation. No, it's still coming. Well, don't do it again. Like, All right, sorry. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will. So, what are you um, doing? I'm looking for my penis. There it is. <laughs> As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Next up. Next up. Um, this is another one that when I first moved to the UK... Actually, I, I was mad when my, my grandma... Because I am, I am sort of half British in terms of, like, family. Right. I just don't have the paperwork. And uh, my nan, I remember, like, mo- moving to, to Newmarket, and she gave me this pack, and I could barely speak English. And she gave me this pack of Monster Munch. And I opened it, and I tried it, and I was furious. Because I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. What like what? I don't know. Why is it a f- weird foot? And then I put it, and I was like, onion. <laughs> I've never thought about that actually. That is mad. That is a mad flavour. Crisp, a vinegary onion crisp. But as I as my palate evolved around the British people, all default, <laughs> yeah. I I began to fall in love with that monster. Mm-hmm. They are my my four year old demanded a pack of these. I give my kid monster match. <laughs> Uh, he, they're his favourite and the smell of a four year old boy eating Monster Munch is nostalgia <laughs> oh, I just it? go up and sniff him and I've taught him to smell the guff <laughs> so he knows to when he opens the bag he has, he has to open the bag and go and get that initial oh very nice yeah oh. and it's it's one of those packs that like I probably wouldn't even buy at the store yeah, but when right. I was asked you know which three flavours it was those three that just came to mind naturally yeah, yeah pickled onion Monster Munch it brings back a lot of Oh, memories just, I don't want to remember. Just get your nose on it. Don't put it in your mouth. Get your nose on it. Yeah, that smell is disgusting. You shouldn't eat that. No. That should not be eaten. It smells gorgeous. But again, you can you can use your fingers to give yourself little hands. So it's yeah. like the hula hoop. You it can is. have a lot of joy. My kid does this. He eats it and uh, into he goes. Puts these two bits off. And he turns it into a Y. He goes, Daddy, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, he's learning. I like how bulgy it is. You know, it's a, <clears> it's like it's a mouthful. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable. Just to say if you uh, if you use that and the hula hoop, you've got yo. Whoa! Wow. I mean, you could also like buy a oh, little yes. bit of the hula hoop and make a C, and then you've got Yuck. koi. <laughs> koi. You can have a lot of fun with the alphabet. But yeah, it's a thick name. it's a thick foot. And what I like about the monster munch is where's the rest of his body? <laughs> like, who is this monster? You know, well, why have we? Why are we eating well, his feet only? Who is this monster? I'm sure you used to get like. Is there a, a story on the back? It's worth pointing out that actually on the pack they're eating them as well. So, <laughs> so, so these monsters are are eating their own feet. They are. But these are called mega monster munch. So, what does that mean? Does that mean they're big as they used to be, or what? Why are they mega now? Didn't they re- we've talked about this before. They, Have we? They, they rebranded mega? back to bigger ones. Yeah, I, bet, they... I bet they then called the mega monster munch. Be like, yo, look at our big old monster. So the pickled onion monster, right? He's he's all fat and yellow, and he's yeah. got two feet, and he's got three arms, one big red nose, and one eye. He's a cyclops, I've and he's got terrible teeth. He's only got a couple of teeth. Then he's got his friends, the flaming hot, and then roast beef. 
And they look different as well. They're, both, they're all mad. Well, this monster, yellow monster, apparently, according to a computer, he or she used to have three flavours. So he or she was the ambassador of pickled onion, mm. cheese and onion, and saucy. Cheese and onion? Apparently there was cheese and onion. Oh, my God. There was a giant prawn flavour. But it was just called giant prawn. <laughs> What's the difference between prawn and giant prawn? Giant prawn? prawn? I don't know. It normally means it's better, right? You taste the size. I don't know. Can you taste the size? Big prawns are better than little prawns. Huh? Are they in flavour? I don't know. <coughs> yeah, they are. So I like, I like it here that the monsters are here forever, so they, they're not affected by time, but the snack is. So it does give you a best before date. <laughs> and this is the thing, this is what I mean by the ingredients. The ingredients here, you're mad. You've got maize, rapeseed oil, pickled onion seasoning, onion powder, sugar, flavour enhancers. Mm. Like, is that monosodium glutamate? Monosodium glutamate, yeah. They have. Check you out. A disodium 5. I mean, there's loads. There's, there's too much. There's even colour. Well, it's got to be a colour, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but like, what, what wasn't it not like? What did it come before just, colour? They, they were completely transparent before. That's <laughs> you, see, you don't put the bag of things ripped off. Like, just you'd look into it, and it's just this weird void, and your eyes can't handle it. That's in, that's interesting. And then here's a, another little thing that it says on a on a packet: suitable for monsters and vegetarians. As in, <laughs> this is a, you know, did Morrissey write that? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I like that the packet is like you know it says forty grams, but in a way the oxygen trapped in the crisp is also part of the flavour. Yeah. Mm. You know the whole. Cr- yeah. The, the fact the that space. You can, the fact that you know, like if you put a whole monster munch in your mouth, you could just use your saliva to melt it down to a paste let's rather it, yeah. than use your teeth. Okay, let's try it. Have if, you ever done that? It ain't. Like no it's like good. a what's it? You know, like when you put what's yeah. it in, you don't have to use your teeth. You could just. Yeah. Concentrate with your saliva. Skip, skips are the ultimate one for that. Oh, yes, they are. It is quite disgusting to actually do it then. Right, I'm going to try and dissolve a. <laughs> yeah. It's not as easy as you'd think. Because they're quite thick. Yeah. But, like, you could do it. I want to I want do it. <laughs> you, need, you need some crush in there. Get that soft palate in. Come on, oh, Sam. That's, oh. There you go, lad. Uh, Sam's face, as he's doing it, it's as if he's transforming into a werewolf, but there's, <laughs> but there's no werewolf things happening to him, so it's just he's still becoming human. <laughs> it's a human transforming into a human. <laughs> it's really weird doing that, because there's a moment where the monster munch just goes... Ah, fuck it. And it just gives up and turns to slurry. Okay. There's also what I like here, at the top of the crisp, typical nutritional nutritional values. And it's like, you don't need to put that in. No one's eating the yeah. fucking Monster Munch going, how many proteins is this? It's like, come on, you're just, you just, just hate a, yourself and you just want to eat it. post-gym snack. Well, it is, I, I think there's a, um, a hole in the market now, advertising-wise, for someone just to embrace the fact that I'm a crisp. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. None of this, like, as you say, like, oh, it's part of a, a balanced, healthy diet included with um, exercise. Yeah, I, love the way they, I love the way they can fob you off as saying uh, suitable is part of a balanced, healthy diet. Basically saying, if you eat this, just eat kale yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It's the, not, that's not part of a healthy diet, just because you eat it yeah, as the, part of a healthy diet. This isn't part of the this is, this isn't a part of the healthy this diet. This isn't the healthy bit. No. Although, then, although, is it a crisp? Because it says here, ooh, uh, huge yeah. chunks of pickled onion flavour, baked corn snack. Yeah. It's yeah. a baked corn snack. Yeah. Well, I think we would say that it would fall under the umbrella term for crisps in this country. Right. I think. It's, a, <clears throat> it's an ongoing debate, though. Some, some purists would say, <laughs> if it ain't a potato, it ain't a crisp. They so they would go. probably have trouble letting a hula hoop. Yeah. Well, no, no, well, no, that's got potato in it, right? Yeah, but it's not potato. Potato. What is it? It's no hula hoops is potato. 
Yeah, and other stuff. It's reconstituted potato, isn't it? Yeah, it's dry. It's potato starch and potato flour. Vodka's a crisp, then. <laughs> or, or rice. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not drunk. I'm just. I um, love crisps. Yeah. I've done some crisps. <laughs> Shut up, mum. <laughs> they are a king crisp, no doubt for me. I mean, they weren't in my top three, but they're definitely in my top five. Yeah. And they're actually the crisp I eat the most. They I feel are. like on a desert island, my the if I have like all these monster munchers, they're not necessarily for me. They're more like for these band of pirates that visit the island, and I can trade with them these okay. these goodies. Okay. I feel like like the hula hoops every day I can eat that. Yeah. But the pickle, the monster I munch, no, that's a treat. They are tradable. Yeah. They're I more like a. Mean. Well, you could have them, and you could pop. Well, I feel like hula hoops are more like money. Because of their shape. Yeah. <laughs> little coin shape. Little coins. Because some coins have a hole in it. <laughs> like you could chuck up one of those little leather bags over like, you got the money. You throw the bag across <laughs> it. But then he doesn't make the right sound when it lands. The guy's like, picks it up and it's just full of hula hoops. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a commercial for the simple ingredients and for simple people. Yeah. Yeah, oh, simple that's changed now. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's evolved. The guy going, <laughs> Well, I think it's a very good choice. Well, it's a very popular choice. I think it's probably alongside squares, it's probably the most popular one we have. Yeah. It is. Oh, it does get chosen a lot. It does. Mm-hmm. More than you think. I, I kind of thought they were a bit more niche. Did you pick them, Sam? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, on that note, shall we... Um... Would you like to go to the third choice, yes. or would you like to go... I brought you both a surprise. No, I'd like um, to see a surprise, surprise please. So I, I have a surprise. So like I said, when I go to a different country, I like to sort of eat like the locals, uh, <laughs> and therefore sort of <laughs> I try their crisps. The one Good for the immune system, isn't it? Right, that's, yeah. That's how, that's how you uh, acclimatise. And so there's one pack of crisps that I like to have when I go to France. Okay. And again, it's uh, that one's nostalgic. That one's from when I lived there as a, as a kid, mm-hmm. and I used to, for some reason, love them. And they're, they're, they're peanut-flavoured. Sort of, uh, th- this pack is called Curly. I don't necessarily know if it's the <laughs> le, le Curly. Huh? Uh, I don't necessarily know if these are like the Walkers version of, of, of France. I just okay. I just bought whichever one looked more appealing. But um, from the house of Vico, they're like what are these called? They're like what's it shapes? Yeah, mm-hmm. but they are. Lot of, oh, sorry, do you get a lot of peanut crisps in France? Like not really more than one. No, I didn't think so. That's why I was like I just grabbed whichever one was just yeah. there at the store. But um, that's one that I. Always go for, yeah. And I love it. And every time I introduce like some friends to it, they're mad. They're they're furious. I gave them that. <laughs> but it's like Ooh. I love peanut butter, like on my on my I sandwiches. Love, I love peanuts. I love peanut butter. Yeah. For I just always felt weird about peanut crisps. They're like a mini Watsit. Oh, they're very small, aren't of, they? Um, they're quite pale in colour, with like a brown mm. speckle. Like they have some kind of Victorian disease. They look like the um, grubs that they eat on I'm a Celebrity. Get oh yeah, yeah, they're a little bit grubby. And and the thing with it is, I don't feel like it has tastes when you crunch it down. It's when you've swallowed it that the taste exists. Oh yeah. Oh Corre- my God. Correctamundo, Eric. <laughs> Correctamundo. Wow. First, Isn't that be, weird? It's, it's yeah. when you swallow it that the taste there. exists. You could always like, is this like supposed to be barbecue yeah, beef or something? This? What is this? Some kind of barbecue beef or something? Yeah, it's like, down. no, there's my nuts, you idiot. Kapow! But in it, it is very much peanut, Ooh. isn't it? It's very it much is. peanut. It's not like there's nothing else. It feels like it's peanut. I'm liking them. <laughs> or as the French say, cacahuète. Cacahuète? It's cacahuète. not a nice word. That's lovely. Cacahuète. Cacahuète. What, what are these? You would have thought that would be diarrhea. <laughs> oh, mais non, le cacahuète. No, no, I think it'd be really nice to have a variation of these. It's got a little bit of chili with it, so it's like a saute. Mm. That would be nice. Oh, yeah, I guess you could dip that in. A bit of sweet chili. Mm. Dip in that. 
in a in a chili sauce. But even my French family, when I when like when I said to my mum, I was like, can I can I just buy a few things before I go to the UK? She was like, what? And I was like, oh, I just want I want a couple of things like this and just all nostalgic things. And I was like, oh, and a pack of these. Peanut, and she was like, oh, "You're fucking gross." <laughs> and so, even Fra- I don't think yeah, it's necessarily yeah. a French thing. It's just that it exists in France for people like me. I can't stop eating them. No, they're really nice. Oh, they're very Moorish. Do you know what it is? There's a real mm. kind of. It's not subtle yet. It's not overpowering. It starts with salt. You just get yeah, pure yeah. salt, and then as you swallow it, then comes the peanut flavour. But like, I mean, as we all know, salt is lo- is delicious. Like, God, they are salty. Bam. They're good, right? Have a look on the salt, yeah, salt content salt. on that. I've got a funny. Can you read it in French, though? Not that salty. No. Hundred grams, one point six three grams. Oh my god. Oh, oh we've got actual. Oh, oh my god. So uh, producer Adam has just produced. <laughs> so I was wondering what it'd be like in a sandwich if you had a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Oh, interesting. I'm some of those in. Right. So. So you're dipping the cacahuete um, crisp in the jar of peanut butter. The cacahuete beurre. Le cacahuete. And it's posh peanut butter. So. So oh, not very nice. <laughs> peanut overload. Peanut overload. That's a lot of peanut. <laughs> I mean, I'm going back in. Mm. No, it does not need it doesn't to be need, accompanied It doesn't need peanuts. more peanut. No, it doesn't need more peanut. <laughs> the and I think last thing that Chris needs because of the salt, right? is more peanut. Have you got a little spoon? I could try it on. I might try peanut butter on a Monster Munch. I've got a funny feeling. No, I haven't. We're on a um, desert island. And also, uh, for anyone that's interested, uh, Le Curly has a YouTube channel. I don't know what they're doing on that yeah, YouTube that channel, but yeah. they do have a... Ouais. Oh, there we go. So the, the French, it's La Recette Historique et Inimitable. So it's uh, the recipe that's historical and inimitable is like nobody else can replicate the flavor, okay. right? Un goût unique, the cacahuète, a unique taste of of peanut in texture crusty fondant a texture that is crispy melty crispy melty crusty fondant légère en bouche like light in the mouth for a pleasure that is 100% gourmand which is a 100% tea like gourmand what's the word for gourmand it's like so peckish like oh je suis gourmand I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> je veux <laughs> so read that sentence again Une texture croustifondante, légère en bouche, pour un plaisir 100% gourmand. Yeah, that's nice. I want to eat even more. You damn. I've got a spoon. And what's what's your intention here, Sam? Well, having dipped the peanut crisps in the peanut, I'm going to try the peanut, a good slab of peanut butter. My God, you're going to be chewing on that for years. On a monster munch. I've got a funny feeling. You know, there's um, a, a genuine phobia of getting peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth. Oh, I yes. wouldn't like it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like when you give a dog a toffee. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> but at least we have things? fingers, so I don't understand yeah. why that fear comes from. Because <laughs> yeah. if you've got fingers, you're yeah. kind of always fine. Scooby. Unless you have the most deep sort of <laughs> mouth cavity. <laughs> like even your fingers can't reach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's give this a go. So, um, a, a pickled onion monster munch with peanut butter. Sam. I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying that you're experimenting here. Sticking to his mouth, he's freaking out. Look at him, he's freaking out. <laughs> I've got no way to get it off. That's <laughs> not that good. No, no. Fuck it. Your face, your face told it all there. Yeah, I thought it was an unnecessary challenge. Stuck um, everywhere. But I like that you did. Eric, thank you so much for mm. our curly. You're welcome. Via the house of Vico, I find them particularly gourmand. Très bien, I love how anybody thinks people don't speak French, like everyone in England. But if you say something, uh, just be gone. I, I truly believe that a French person would go, oh, that person's French. 
Oh, yeah, but actually, adding adding that is is a very French thing. I remember when I started teaching my wife French, um, it was like like all these noises are actually really important in the language of, yeah. of French. It's very strange. Yeah. So the fact that you do that actually makes you sound more French. Yes, I knew it. Oh, bah, je suis gourmand. <clears throat> you know, like, you know, for example, if you, we can't speak a word of a certain language, like we just kind of do an impression like that. So for right. French, one might go like, and make that kind of noise. Do that? If you if you were going to do German, you'd go like. <laughs> like that sort of thing. Oh, wait, sorry, are you doing impressions of dogs? <laughs> yeah, a German dog. But I, I asked a friend who was German. Oh yeah, what well, the English, English people... version of that? I expected it to be something like. Oh, and he said it was. Why are you fucking? Because <laughs> <laughs> because frustratingly and sadly, it's all football hooligan stuff. Yeah. yeah. So really, the the main import that we see uh, in on mainland Europe isn't the sort of like. Yeah. It is the football hooligan. I spoke to I can't remember who it was. I spoke to either it was university or something. It was a German person or a French person. I can't remember who it was. And I said, look, what does English sound like? Does it just sound like really boring? So I thought maybe English is just... And they said, no, you have lovely round vowels. So it sounds round and interesting and round and circular. Mm. So there's some, you know... I mean, it's a poetic language, certainly. I think there are definitely poems There are some English. poems, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, let's um, introduce your third. Chris. My third. It's the knickknacks. Ooh. Nice and spicy. Do you know what? Actually, on the way here with my sandwich for lunch, because I had to buy a multi pack. Because you can't get singles. Can't get single knickknacks. You can in Sainsbury's. Can you? In Whitehorse uh, Road by, by Selhurst Park, basically. Okay, thank you, Sam. But anyway, I had a ribbon saucy on the way here. Ooh. I saw a ribbon saucy. I was thinking, Much no bad. one ever chooses a ribbon saucy. I normally go ribbon saucy. Do you normally go ribbon mm. saucy? Anyway, here we are. The knickknack. The knickknack. Oh, get your nose on that. <laughs> nice and spicy. I like the way that. you're talking like a sommelier for, for wine. Right. Get your fucking nose on that, Chris. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I believe it's a fucking 2015, isn't it? This is what Bombay Mix thinks it is. What I would say, though, you bite into one, right? Yeah. And then look at it. It's only the outer circumference of the crisp that is that dirty colour. The inner is a paler colour. So, my point being, if one to, were to have a little suck... Mm. You can suck the flavour off. Like that. I'm going to go back in, post-suck. Yeah, nothing there, nothing there. Right. Oh, it's a shame. It's not, it's not marinated. I think the uh, trick is not to uh, suck all the flavouring off and <laughs> just leave yourself with a tasteless, <laughs> grain-based... Wand. Wand. <laughs> <laughs> And I think when I see knickknacks, uh, you know, like on the shelves, it's very much, you can see it. Like yeah. the advertising sort of yeah. explodes out of the packet, you know, mm -hmm. it's like nice and spicy and it's these sort of triangular yeah. shapes going, look at me, look yeah. at me, I so, exist as well. It's something, it's something so slutty and brash about yeah. knickknacks. Intensely tasty, unusually knobbly. Exactly, that there is you go. A, unapologetic. Yeah. Knobbly, wacky, sticks of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperami, pot noodle, knickknacks. Yeah. Mm. Again, is this a crisp if it's a stick of corn? Yeah. yeah. I like the irregularity of a knickknack. Yeah. Look at this guy. Sad little noble man. And then look at this club of doom. Yeah, no, I like it. And the little ones are obviously going to be better. 
because they're more surface, less inner. So well, do, you, do you think they're made almost like a, a potato ricer? Yeah, I think they just push through like a big sieve, aren't they? And they just fall. In, I reckon the they fall into the fryer. Yeah. That's almost why like all um, different shapes. Almost like this German Scrubs. pasta called Spetzel. Is it Spetzel? Yeah, it's another one. It's been a while since I've had these. I like them. I do love when packs say, uh, you know, these are cu- these come from a multi-pack, not to be sold separately. And I like when you see those that are being sold separately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you're like, and then you're like paying, you know, like 60 pence it for makes, it. Motherfucker! It makes me angry. Yeah, it makes me a little bit angry. I'm like, well, I mean, I would probably do the same that, that you're doing, but it makes me mad that I have to pay. There's a, there's a, there's a, it's a two-way street, though. Because sometimes if you, there's a can, it says 39p on it, and you take it up, and they're like, oh, 60p, please. You're like, ah, oh, god damn it, it says 39p on the can. They can't sell you it for 60p. But right? in my local shop, four cans of Budweiser, it says, recommended retail price, 565 on the outside. He's giving me that for a fiver. Nice. He's ignoring it. Nice. So I think that, you know, you've got to be there with your corner shop and your newsagent, you've got to, there's a bit of pushing. Yeah. But, you know, it's give and take, isn't it? It's teamwork. You win some. You lose some. Um, now, with a hula hoop, you can stab, like, this is a very sort of uh, male and female crisp choice yeah. because you can put the knickknack in the hula hoop. Especially yeah. that one. Oh, look at that. Look how phallic that is. With some peanuts. We are making that? love <laughs> oh, no. with these crisps. Can you put the. No, it's anal. <laughs> yeah, you can't put the. You could potentially you put knickknack in, in a pickled munch, munster. That's, that's a good, good combo. Pick one in your monster munch and a spicy knickknack. Mmm! One can have too much flavour, Sam. No, that's really good. Okay. I recommend that. All right. Spicy. I actually did the hula hoop and knickknack uh, combo, and it was uh, enjoyable. <laughs> you don't feel the hula hoop took away from the... Well, we've done this before, right? Let's do the cacahuete and the hula hoop, actually. Yes. Let's, let's stick that old in there. Okay, so you have to jam it in sometimes. Hello. Hello. Uh, oh, look at that! Because it's sort of a nice length, it looks like a pig in a blanket. Yes. yes it? Now that is a crisp I want to eat. A pig in blanket flavoured crisp. It's just no. It's just been meat on meat. No, but yeah, that's true. Double pork. What about Brussels sprouts and pine nuts? Mm. Um, I'm not. I'm not banging <laughs> down the door for that one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't really want a vegetable unless it's a pickled onion. I don't really want to eat a vegetable. Crisp sprout. Mm. Sorry. Would you eat crisp with a sandwich? Of course I do, yeah. I think in the meal deal, I usually mm-hmm. sort of open the sandwich and place some crisps in there for texture. Yes. Okay. And what would your meal deal go to? Uh, well, I've recently are. become vegetarian, and so now my choices are slightly more limited. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, hmm. I used to like a chicken, and then sort of anything, any other crisp would be fine with chicken. Because you're doing the texture thing. Yeah. But it would. It was have, mainly for texture, yeah. It would have to be a crisp you can put in, because you can't put all crisps in a can't sandwich. Can't put a Monster Munch in a sandwich. It'd be harder to put Monster Munch. It's possible. But it's risky. It's risky. It's more, it's risky. more of a baguette crisp. You could, like... <laughs> you could crunch them in. Exactly. Yeah. And it wouldn't, like, poke through the... Well, or you'd have visuals as well the whole time. You need to maintain visuals with a Monster yes, Munch. Yes, you need yes, to know yes, what yes. you're buying into. But gentlemen, yeah. you know, these crisps are becoming paste in our stomachs. So mm. why not just crunch all the pickled onions <laughs> so then it becomes like a sort of powder and then you just gently lay them on the sandwich. Yeah, That's I, not a bad idea. If you've got your favorite crisps, smash them all up and just have like, your crisp mix. Yeah. And then when you're making like a cheese sandwich or something, spoonful of crisp mix into your sandwich. In fact, that is, that is, that is what I ate for the day of my wedding. All my, I, I woke up with all my groomsmen and stuff and um, we woke up and had some tequila and a crisp sandwich. Yeah, yes. that was breakfast. Yeah, uh, I did it properly. Did. I did it properly. Sam. Mm. Oh my god. What is that over there? Oh, 
Oh my god, what is it? Whoa. Oh, oh, it's like a ghost. It's Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Stephen. Oh. Hello, mate. Stephen. Stephen, here he is. Hello, mate. Here he is. Oh, oh right. he's Stephen. dropped one. So, Eric, um, Stephen Thank is you. our... Thanks, thanks, Stevie. Stephen is our, is our seagull, who um, each week he drops oh, in... God, what's he brought? Um, a foreign crisp. I, mean, I know of Stephen. Of course, yeah, don't we all? Um, yeah. Because I don't know, I'm just going to quickly plug it, right? But I do a podcast called Topical Island. Okay. Uh, and on the island, I live with various animals, mainly Gregory the chimpanzee, who's my co-host. Right. Um, but sometimes Stephen does actually Oh pop my in. God, is there cross-pollination? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't realise that he was already... Because you guys are actually not, you're not that far from me. No. Your okay. island, yeah, I mean, my island sort of moves around. Do you remember like that? Do you remember that Noah's Island? It was like a polar bear that was in charge of an island that was moving around the planet. No. It was a cartoon. How old are you guys? 39. Oh, fucking, I'm 32, so you wouldn't know. Um, I probably watched it with my son. But it was like it was like a polar bear, and he had like a little rat friend. It's like, oisky, boisky. Do you not remember? It's not, it's not a different yeah. language. Okay, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm just saying that our metaphorical islands are coexisting in the same universe. Okay, with our metaphorical icebergs. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that there would be a... That's why I know Stephen. I okay, f- cool. It almost feels like the Marvel universe now. A little bit. You know. <laughs> it's nice, right? Iron Man could walk in. That, that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> we could one day go to war. I would love that. that would be, oh, wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love that. Stephen has brought... Yes, please do. Gonna so. say something racist. Uh, That's so, a weird name for a crisp. Uh, <laughs> China, they're from China. Okay, but I was, uh, f- uh, f- part of me was like, because I thought that was a T and that was an H, so I was going to attempt it, but then that's a, definitely a castle. So. Look, at the top here, pass us that. Montreal. Yeah, they're kind of like a, um, a Canadian-Chinese hybrid. Cause they're, they're... Vegetable and chicken flavour, and they look like onion rings. And they have pictures of just a chopped courgette and a potato on them. <laughs> what must be the most, like the most uninspiring Bavarian meal of all time? Uh, Shall we? The back is just. Why? Why, why have they got a different letters, eh? Why can't you just. You know it's, it? it's our first green pack as well, because yeah. Monster Munch is purple, Hula Hoop red, Knick Knack orange. My curlies were red. This is green. It feels like we're going to eat something healthy My here. My curlies were now, red. These have been in an Make airplane, so they are full of air. Yeah, well, that inert gas has, has expanded. to open, so I'm going to go for a pair of scissors here. Oh, should, my God. the Rufus trick. Oh, no, you have to get that. that. Okay, here's the Rufus trick. Do you know what? Nigella so, Lawson would open a bag of crisps with a fucking pair of scissors, you know. So, oh, that air come out. Get, hang on. That's a get the gas on. To get the old guff Get the guff on, yeah. It's not a great guff. Okay, so Eric, you got yes. like this, and then you start opening it in a circle like this. I see. And you just keep on spiralling, and it's the oh, gift that keeps it, on giving. Honestly, it feels it? it feels too much work considering I can get in the normal way. But look, it's like a, it's like a it's like a convertible. Oh, it is very nice. Yeah, it is like a sort of. And then once it's empty, it's it could be like an ashtray at a party. Yeah, because yeah. you've got the walls still. That's very smart. Uh, they look like uh, calamari. Do not smell very nice. Eric. Well, let, me, let me have a little smell. Actually, the smell oh, is... On, actually, there's, not, there's not much the, of a smell. The individual scent is better than the general gut. <laughs> so, they're a bit stocky. On they the are nose. stocky, aren't they? Oh, goodness. I'm in. The flavour. Oh. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> what the... Oh. <laughs> I can't eat it. No, we've got to finish it. Oh, my God. It gets better. I like them. I, I think they're really good. Oh wow! I, oh, I don't like that one. When it ends, it's tomato sauce. What just it, happened in my mouth? 
I just gipped. Oh wow! Oh my it doesn't god! Get, it doesn't get better the second time round. It actually gets worse. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know like if I can go again. I can't eat another one of them. For the purposes of journalism, take take this tweet. It goes, for, you know, you know when you're making chicken stock and there's that yeah. kind of scum at the top. Yes, yes. Oh yes. my god! If you just god. drank the scum, that's and scum. The fat. That's the scum. Oh my god! And then it goes to. Oh my god! It, okay, I'm gonna try and talk our listeners through the f- flavour profile. Here we go. I'm going in. Okay, so we start off. Oh my god. <laughs> With a kind of, oh, oh. I'm gonna have a nick it now. A kind of offily. It is offily. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. It's genuinely disgusting. With some kind of. Oh. It's a tang, isn't it? There's a tang at the end. But then the guffy chicken comes back. For, oh my god. For journalism, for journalism, <laughs> I would love to see you eat like a handful. <laughs> but for journalism. Well, um, Adam's oh, come absolutely on, mate. monstering though. He's, he's, are you right. serious, Adam? They're really good. They're sweet. They are absolutely They are a little disgusting. bit sweet. There is a sweetness try, to them. Try them with a peanut one. Okay. That's, that's All right. I'll, I'll do the third go. Oh, I'll do a peanut do one it. with the chicken. Because chicken and peanut is a delicious meal. It's a lovely meal. A little bit. I'm doing it. I've got... I'm sweating. Yeah, I can't eat one of those again. Yeah, but I feel like the, the curly, the cacahuete, has saved <laughs> it. But... I don't want to taste the other shit. He doesn't shit. have to save it. It's, it's not his yeah, job. I'll just, I'll just eat the cacahuete. You know, the cacahuete. Got bang straight through him. You can't be sitting there like sucking on it and like trying to enjoy the flavour. No, you just chew that thing, get it down yet, and it's not as bad. Oh, it feels like you like them, Adam. You like them. I love them. Mm. Oh, an absolute filth bag, Adam. Yeah, um, he likes all the crisps we don't like. Yeah, He's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Eric, how this works is. You now have the opportunity to swap in the foreign crisp. I think I know the answer! For one of yours, so... <laughs> including, uh, and, including. And we will also give you the option to swap in a curly. <gasps> Indeed. So I will do that. Oh, we got to swap. Uh, Are you going to swap your swap. curly in? Uh, can, I, can I see which one you think I'm going to swap? Like, what would you two vote? Mm, um, I don't think it's going to be... The pickled onion monster munch. I think he's going to take the pickled monster munch you out. You do? I do. I think that's the last one you take out because it has... It, was, it reminds you of Grandma. Um, I'm think- She's British, though. You didn't have to do that accent. <laughs> I think you're going to get rid of the knickknacks. The correct answer is knickknacks. Oh, oh, the hula hoop is the meal. The monster munch is the trade that yeah. I can do with the pirates. Oh, what about the pirates? Uh, well, knickknacks... Even as I, you know, I was eating it today, I was like, actually... Maybe it was just a memory. Maybe I enjoyed the memory more than the, the actual That's crisp. so often with crisps. And so, uh, the cacahuete is something very real to you. Cacahuete is always going to be good. <laughs> it's always going to be good. So, the gourmand. What's the word? Gourmand. 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 Just be gourmand. Just be gourmand. A big gourmand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, did I just say with my penis? Yes, but, but um, it's mabit. Mabit. Which is weird because uh, so an erect yeah. penis is still female. In the female language, in the French language. That's great. To trick them. C'est ma bite, mais c'est mon zizi. So you've got like, you can, you've actually got both genders for both uh, uh, vaginas and penises. Really? So it's like, you know, it's mon vagin, but ma chatte. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Mon vagin. I'm keeping that. It sounds like someone. Ma chatte, as in my cat. Yeah, pussy. They actually call it a cat. Well, what's a pussy? You call it a cat as well. I like that they're just calling it a cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. It's a female cat, though. Sexy. It's not. It's not Mach a chat. And mon, mon what? Mon va, bon v- Vagin. It's like vagina. vagina, but without the a. Vagin. It sounds vagin. like a cat. Do we from call vaginas pussies because cats have the most attractive vaginas? 
I don't think so. I've okay. never seen a cat's vagina. Sound. They are lovely little things. <laughs> <laughs> Put that out there. They are perfect. Aren't Which they? is a shame because uh, I believe the, the the penis of a cat uh, is, a, is a barbed wire is a bastard. Yes. Oh, yes. they got like um, foxes. Yeah, they on purpose. They on purpose sort of scrape it yeah. to the point where it's painful, so that when like after coitus, the female cat does not want to play oh, with it? other males. Because I know a fox's penis actually has barbs, so the female fox yeah, yeah. can't get away. So once they're in, it's like, same with dogs. And just dogs have one of those. Yeah, because well. they're, they're, they're not, but they're not, but they're not barbed. But, but the way they sh- do it is they, they sort of lock, they're like fused together. And they can't. apparently, if you throw a bucket of water over mating dogs, apparently it's very funny. I mean, it's obviously very <laughs> cruel, but someone's that's what they used to do in the old days. Like my mum would be like, yeah, we just throw water over the dogs around six feet and throw water over them. It's not my mum, but like that. And then the dogs <laughs> try to run away, but they're like, they're like fused. <laughs> just to clarify, the, the, the throwing up the water over them is a way of getting them unfused. Because I'm guessing it's it the, c- the heat. Them. Yeah, yeah. So when dogs have the sex, heat. they quite often get stuck. I've seen it in Thailand. They melt together. They just get stuck. Yeah, you've not seen Terminator 2. That's what it's inspired by. <laughs> the melting the melting police officer is actually two dogs fucking. <laughs> Dave, that's a nice bike. <laughs> hey, where's Max? Oh, Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. <laughs> God, I'm so glad I remember the two dogs and the two dogs' names in Terminator 2. Well, it's not only one, oh, but yeah, there's man. the trick that dog. Good going. Trick dog name. I know. So knickknacks are out. Oh, Think are out. are out. Cacahuets are in. The curly cacahuets, the plain hula hoop, and the pickled onion monster munch. They I feel good. Three. I Harry. feel good. Bon, bonjour. No. How do you say congratulations? Uh, congratulations. Félicitations. 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 Yeah. Félicitations. Something like that, right? Felicitations. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Felicitations. It's just fancy yeah, English. It's isn't it? a solid choice. I'm enjoying the curly cacahuets. We've obviously never had them on the island before. Well, actually, you know, keep them because I was going to take them back home with me because okay. I love them. I normally don't like sharing stuff, so well, we're not really we're sharing. not allowed to share sharing. on the island. Uh, I hate tapas. <laughs> other than our initial kind of sharing of your choices, me and Sam must now go back to our sections of the island. And well, firstly, we have some more questions. Or as get those fucking things away from. Honestly, me. guys, I think you're wrong. No, they're really good. No, chicken and vegetable. I would rather murder you and eat your flesh than eat one of those crisps yeah. again. Those, those Canadian Chinese flavours are <laughs> not very now, good. Until you said that, you and me were about to become best friends because these little peanut numbers. I would nice. make you into crisps. <laughs> and I feel like the island would be better off for it than these Canadian Chinese monstrosities. Yes. And we've got Monster Munch here. And yeah. those ones are the real fucking monsters. <laughs> So also on the island, you get to take away with you a soft drink of your choice. Oh. Now we land this on you just out, out, out. Okay, so, well. For example, I'm, I'm a Diet Coke man. I like, go, I like going for the first thing that comes to my head when it's like a question like this. Okay. And the first thing that came to my head was this agave drink with pulp that oh, sort of wow. exists. And it's like when you drink it, you feel like these little bits of like what feels like thick sperm going down. Yeah, there. right. Yeah, do you yeah. know which ones I mean? Where yeah, I think like, I do. They're like they're like there's like little bits of like jellied it's not eggs. The, it's not tiny the Rubicon little... one, is it? No, no. The Rubicon doesn't have bits in it. I don't know what the flavour is, but that was the first thing that came to my mind. Was mm. oh, I think I'd like that. Well, coconut water. There's something about. Coconut water does feel like someone's mixed sort of like 50 mils of sperm into a glass yeah, of water. It's viscous. Viscous, isn't it? It's <laughs> a great word. Mm. Viscous. Just because after it goes down, you're like, no, oh, that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some agave drink with agave 
Come pulp. pulp. Yeah. Okay. But that's yeah. good though because that that sounds like it'll have some nutrient actual yeah. nutrient properties. Where's so. my diet coke? Um, no. No. Just that stuff that they. It's the nutritional information. It's just wall to wall zeros. What's the worst <laughs> one? What's the bad bit in it? Fenanal and fenanal. No, it's not. Oh, just a, just a, a sweetener. Aspartame. Aspartame. I mean, when I when I saw that video of like you know a, a coke and then you put like some metal yeah. in it and then it just melted. Like I was like, <laughs> well, actually, I'm, I'm probably going to not drink that anymore. Yeah. You also, Eric, get a choice of dip. Oh. Now. With the with the flavours that I have, it's mm. quite difficult. I feel you've yeah, not you've dip. not to dip. You've not got a dipper selection. No. Uh, but actually, I feel like the one that would work with all of them: sour cream and chives. Okay. Yeah. I feel like sour cream and chives would work with hula hoop. Mm-hmm. It would work actually with the cacahuete yeah. a little bit. It'd be sort of that fresh yeah. vibe. And then a monster munch. I, f- I feel like it can't do any harm with it. No, I agree. Now, are we talking? Like a kind of... It's got to be a cheap-ass one. It yeah, are we posh. talking a homemade fancy one, like, with some paprika sprinkled over the top? Or are we talking, like, Lidl's finest? Like, dirty. Gentlemen, I'm going to be honest, even though I have a very good patois, um, I don't think I've ever had a fancy sour cream and chive. I've always been quite the scummy, mm. sort of like... It's like better. But I'm not scummy guacamole. No, 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 oh no, 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 It tastes like vomit. If someone gives me fucking that guacamole, yeah, that, slap them. Yeah, that kind of the stuff that doesn't go, green. the stuff that doesn't go brown. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like vomit. No, it has to be good guacamole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, honestly, my, guacamole was the first thing that came to my mind. But I was like, but is that really a, a dip? It feels like you're cheating yeah, a vegetable. It is. In. It is. Yes, it, feel, it feels like I was cheating. If, um, oh, but I would let you have it for the sheer fact that you didn't say guac. It's a quack jack. I think I've um, said that before in my life. I know, that was a bad T- comment. Time for a guac attack, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, who, who, who brought the guac? <laughs> and even, even, like, so sour cream is good as well, because I feel like I could eat it every day. Yeah. But honestly, like, you know, if you, a good nacho cheese, for example, a good one. Oh, right. That really is... Like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, they like, really are gross, very yellow. Good. Yes, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. like those, but I couldn't eat those every day. No. It's very, very rich. It's very mm. rich. You're going to get the Doritos one here. And it's disgusting, and you do not want to read the nutritional information of that. I literally have, I've not, deliberately not done it, because I just drink some pot of cheese vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking and is that the cheese vomit? Is that someone eating loads of cheese and then vomiting? Or is that, yeah. like, the cheese able to vomit itself? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think it's, it's basically an incredibly, someone with an incredibly poorly sort of intestinal disease being forced <laughs> to eat maybe sort of like 50 slices of processed American cheese oh my god and then just that vomiting is, that into I'd say it would be of more Doritos of a leakage from a wound an old wound <laughs> do you know what I mean I don't think it's a vomit I think it's something that it has been secreted in why didn't you get it looked at Tom exactly Tom right. that doesn't look right yeah. oh yeah. it'll be fine yeah exactly away from there all of a sudden and then they and then they Peel back the thing, and then, oh, everyone goes, oh my yeah. god, it smells cheesy. And then they dip in there, yeah, and they oh start dipping god. into your body, yeah. and they'll be like, oh, oh my god. god, this has gone down. There's a little moment where everyone looks at each other, and then everyone starts laughing, going, oh god, this is so wrong, but it's lovely, isn't it? Like that, and you're like, guys, and it's a really sweet tableau at that moment. <laughs> and on that note, Eric, thank you so much for coming thanks for having me uh, on on your lovely island. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, actually, I do have an album as well. Uh, right. It's on Spotify or iTunes. So it's free on Spotify, but if you can afford it, you can always buy it. Buy it. Uh, oh, but yeah, but if not, like, generally, all I care about is that you listen to it because you might listen to it and like it and then 
great. And if you don't like it, then at least you'll know. Cool. I will listen you know? to it. Like, we tried the Canadian fucking Chinese crisps for you. <laughs> I feel like if we can do that, people can listen to your fucking album. Yeah, thanks, you know? man. Yeah, yeah. So just a stand-up, stand-up comedy album. So, yeah, give it a go. And is it a very recent one? Yeah, I recorded it in Madison, Wisconsin. I think I'm going to try and do one, like, every year, because we're so used to going to the Edinburgh Festival, working really hard on an hour, and then it's sort of just disappears and I was like well why are we doing that we might as well just record it somewhere and so you know like the material that I have on the album let's say a couple of tracks when I finally get my sort of Netflix special or whatever I'll probably take a couple of tracks from there and, and stuff like that but that, that, that is part of their culture to have stand-up comedians record their albums and it comes from you know like when Carlin and Richard Pryor and stuff like that I don't know many British people that have done it I know Eddie Izzard's done it uh, Stuart Lee did one as well and I think it become, it comes from the culture of driving like over there, the drives are mm. so fucking long and there won't be any like service for radio or whatever that actually an album is standard. And also when, this is what someone told me over there, they were like, you should get merchandise for your shows. I was like, but I'm not like famous or anything. They were like, don't think of it that way. Americans love to tip if you do a good job. And at the end of a show, instead of just tipping you because they're, you're already getting paid for tickets, they're like, yeah, l- l- you know, I'd like to get something out of it. So like stickers or t-shirts. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's really interesting. So... That was this good way to, like now, for example, I'm working on my new Edinburgh show, but I'll be doing that in America. So while I yeah. do this new material, I can also say, and I've got a whole album with worked on jokes, and then they'll they'll buy it. So, nice. so is, it, is it a track by track thing then? Do you split it, it? Yeah, and that's an interesting challenge. So I, because normally because we're so used to Edinburgh well, Festival, we like Apple Music or iTunes and things um, like that. They are yes, yeah, so, they are like separated. Yeah, and they're given titles for each. So you can, yeah, it's quite difficult. So I guess to sort of work out what, where, when you when do you segue and right. where it ends and it's it's interesting challenge when like for example you know we grew up with the Edinburgh Festival stuff so they all sort of like bleed into one another. That's one of the reasons why you know when you look at Louis C.K. and stuff, he'll just have a bit and then he'll go right here's the next bit mm. because actually they especially like in L.A. when I do some stage time now. Sometimes, sometimes I only get three minutes. Like here, I'm so used to doing at least twenty mm. or an hour or whatever. Over there, maybe I'll just get three minutes. So all of a sudden, actually, everything is more into these sort of album bite-sized tracks. Yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting challenge because this album certainly has like some t- sometimes callbacks or like one track will start with sort of not mid-sentence, but it'll start from having spoken about something previously. So, yeah. so that is frustrating because. Apparently, the way to make money in in in, in US, some comics, is only from the fact that these tracks are being played on Sirius XM, mm-hmm. and then you'll have like you know they'll have the premiere of the album, but then they'll play like one track mm. uh, every now and then. And then that track can just be played so much that you get you get paid. Damn. Wow. So, so like from now on, I'm going to start thinking about tracks rather than yeah. a whole show. And also, interestingly, like you know, I was talking about clowning and stuff. Physically, nothing translates on mm. albums. So all of a sudden, it was a really interesting challenge to yeah, see yeah. what, you know, what am I actually saying that only works in words? Yeah. So I started listening to a lot more uh, comedy albums, just on usually American ones, obviously, and then realising that there are very few moments in them where you kind of go, oh, I didn't get it because I didn't see what you did. Right. That, whether it's they're sort of catering to that a little bit. Well, you have to. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely a fun challenge, and it's what I'm endeavouring to do now. Well, thank you for the knowledge. Yeah, well, thanks for thanks for inviting me to your island. It's lovely to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been too long. And we'll see you around. Okay, okay bye. Okay, bye. 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 Right, I'm just going to get back on the raft then. Okay, okay. see you. Go back see to you. your bye. other island. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. War. 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 <laughs> I want a war. 
Thanks for listening to Desert Island Crisps. And special thanks to Eric Lampere for this episode. And thanks to Wide Awake for the new slamming theme tune. And Phil Surtees for the freaky outro music. Adam Loveday Brown for his production and editing skills. And Ollie Kilby for the boss artwork. If you like the show, please spread the word so we can keep on making it. People can find us wherever they get their podcasts from. On social media, you'll find us using at Desert Crisps on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we'll be here. Always. Thank you.